Strap in. You're listening to The Walt Blackman Show, the show that brings you hardcore conservative straight talk. Welcome to the No PC Zone. Hey, everybody. This is Walt Blackman. Welcome to The Walt Blackman Show, episode two, our season two episode number two. We're going to be talking about this reckless spending bill. The Infrastructure Investment Jobs Act. Now, I've had some time to go through this thing, and I'm going to break it down and talk to you about it. So, like the door, grab mom by the hand, and uh, let's tune in to the Walt Blackman Show. Hey, everybody, it's Walt Blackman, and I hope you're having a great, great Tuesday. And we're going to be talking about this infrastructure bill. We're going to break it down since it has been passed. And taxpayers are on the hook for this thing. And since we're on the hook for this thing, we should really know exactly what we are paying for as taxpayers. As Congress continues and the Biden administration continues to recklessly spend our taxpaying dollars on some of these programs that don't really address the issues in our country, like real infrastructure. Now, sometimes in Congress, the most reckless spending, spending bills will bring both sides together. Now, that's a kumbaya moment if I haven't seen run. Now, Republicans and Democrats joined hands. Imagine that. They've joined hands and voted in a bipartisan bill that breaks the bank. And now we are using the federal government as a federal credit card. For this trillion dollar bipartisan infrastructure bill, it passed with 69 votes. I've gone through this bill. And I have read between the lines. And I am quite upset that this bill made it out the way it did. Fewer than one and every four dollars of this bill is for what most Americans would think are considered is an infrastructure bill. So infrastructure to me and most Americans are widening roads, filling potholes and preparing bridges. That's infrastructure. That's what I thought that this bill was going to do. But Congress should be sued for false advertising. This bill is a new green deal in disguise. More money goes to green corporate welfare programs, including wind and solar transmission lines, than for traditional roads, bridges, and highways. This bill also excludes the Keystone Pipeline. Now, why would they negotiate for a trillion-dollar tax package bill that is broken from the beginning that taxpayers are going to have to pay for and not put in the Keystone Pipeline? As we know, gas prices have rocketed, 30% increase in gas prices. And the Keystone Pipeline brought that fuel in. The Keystone Pipeline is a free project. It doesn't cost taxpayers a penny. And President Biden killed it. And with the same executive pen that he killed the Keystone Pipeline, in this bill, he approved a pipeline for Siberia, Russia, and Germany. 
Now, this is not putting the American people first. This is putting the American people behind Serbia, behind Russia, and behind Germany. That is what this bill does. Now, Republicans had an opportunity to take care of this, to fix this, to negotiate. But they didn't, ladies and gentlemen. As usual, Republicans were bamboozled. The Republican negotiators for this bill should have made the Keystone Pipeline a non-negotiable demand, but they didn't, and we got hoodwinked, or they got hoodwinked. And I'm not surprised, because that's what normally happens when we send Republicans to D.C. that have no backbone. Also on this bill, $50 billion for Amtrak. $50 billion. That's a government takeover, ladies and gentlemen. That is a government takeover. Rather than pouring $50 billion more into subsidies, how about we privatize Amtrak like it should be? That is what we should have done instead of pouring $50 billion into this. That's a shame. This bill also claims that everything is paid for. Yeah, if we had fake $3 bills, but this bill is not paid for. Even Senator Kirsten Sinema, Dem- a Democrat from Arizona, has said that. This is a joke. This bill claims to pay for itself, but it does not. This bill does not. You know what pays for this bill? You and I, the American taxpayer. That's who pays for this bill. Now, this one really got me. I had to read this twice in the bill. A billion dollars for tax dollars, a billion tax dollars. Your tax dollars for electric charging station. Yes, I will say that again. Billions of tax dollars for electric charging stations. Now, I don't recall that the federal government building or were in business to build gas stations. I don't recall that. Yet this bill requires taxpayers fund more than 10,000 electric vehicles, charging stations. You know why? So rich people with $100,000 Teslas can fill up or charge their vehicles. I drive a Dodge truck. It cost me 100 bucks to fill up the other day. Wow. More than $10 billion in mass transit projects. Now, the previous COVID bills, ladies and gentlemen, already poured 10,000 or tens of billions of dollars into urban transit subways and buses and ride ships. Now, 5%, of consumers ride these things. 90% there was a 90% fall of people riding these types of trans- this type of transportation. The studies always show or has been shown that America's Americans walk to work more than they use these mass transit travel systems. And in some cities across the country they found it cheaper 
to have taxpayers pay for Uber rides rather than these mass transit projects. $10 billion, ladies and gentlemen. This bill also helps and protects unions, which is a Democrat, a Democrat disguised project in the making. This bill is giving away to unions a considerable amount of project dollars. Now, if we go back in history, if you know your history, when we're talking about uh, acts that are across the country, the Davis-Bacon Act requires that all federal projects pay contractors no less than the locally prevailing wages and friends' benefits. So guess what? Doesn't do that. This bill expands union requirements, making it easier for these unions to commit crimes, and I call it crimes, by taking these contracts and hurting the taxpayers. Now, I will tell you, there's no infrastructure funding crisis in our country that requires a trillion dollars more in federal spending. There just isn't, ladies and gentlemen. And as long as we continue to just let this happen and not, and not hold are lawmakers accountable, then that's a problem. And I believe, I will tell you also, but because of this, now, this does not give Republicans a free ride. It doesn't. And I'm going to tell you why this doesn't give Republicans a free ride. Because, ladies and gentlemen, it just shouldn't. Because if it were up to me, a lot of these folks would be thrown out of office because of what they have done, particularly those 19 Republicans that voted for that infrastructure bill. Now, because of this, Republicans hold the largest edge in the midterms since about 40 years, the largest edge. Now, I will tell you, say we do take over the House, and a lot of folks know that I'm running for Congress and for Congress in Congressional District 1. That is going to be a Republican stronghold. Republican plus eight. Now, say we take over the House, we take over the Senate. We cannot do what Republicans typically do, and that's take over these chambers and do nothing and do the same thing as Democrats do. That's number one. I am not going to D.C. to do that. I am going to D.C. to get things done. Republicans are in the best positions to retake seats in the Congress during the midterms. Now, some of the polls that that have been published around the country found that if midterm elections were held now, 51% of all registered voters say that they would vote for a Republican. 
and their congressional district, opposed as opposed to 41% who said that they would go with the Democrat. Now, when we look at skyrocketing cost, inflation, 30-year highs, gas prices, food prices have gone up significantly, there is no surprise that 51% of all registered voters say they will vote for Republican. However, Republicans, let me say something to you to make it a very, very clear. It does not mean that Republicans can go to D.C. and sit on their hands and do nothing. That does not work. We've tried that before. We have seen that before. It does not work. We need to make sure that we are sending a message to the Democrats that this reckless spending will not be tolerated and we are going to reverse this. Now, in the same poll that was taken, if the elections were held today, 62% of Americans say that the Democrat Party is out of touch. Wow. Now, that's a close second to the 58% that Republicans say the same thing. They have said that Democrats are out of touch. And a total of 63% of all people who took the poll said they support President Biden's newly passed trillion-dollar infrastructure bill. And another 58% indicate support for larger social spending. Now, I would dare say that's that 58%. That's the same 58 or 62% of Democrats uh, that say, uh, Ooh, you're out of touch, guy. Now, as we've seen in the polls, Biden's performance has also reached a new low. This guy fell asleep in a climate, a climate meeting. 41%. Job approval. Now, again, Republicans, let's not get big-headed. Now, with the governor's race in Virginia, that is going to help Republicans. Now, the economy is a big deal. We talked about that before. 70% of respondents in the same poll that we were talking about said the economy was in bad shape, with 55% expressing disappointments in Biden's economic performance. Yet, we have a trillion-dollar spending bill that this clown has signed. That means, ladies and gentlemen, that in the midterms, let's make sure that we are not, not doing the wrong thing. And as we talk about how this infrastructure is going to be spent and how it is a bad bill for Americans and how the elections play in to it, the fake media say that this is the best thing since sliced bread. This is the best thing since sliced bread. 
This is an out-of-touch bill. It hurts Americans. And as of today, I have, you know, I know that we have to do something. Congress can't agree on much these days, but, you know, they, they agreed on that bipartisan bill. That trillion-dollar bill. And that is why that we need new blood in office. Because they are overspending a mind-blowing $3.6 trillion. They say is needed to keep our highways and bridges from collapsing. However, as I said before, that is not a net bill. They said that this bill or they sold this bill as an infrastructure bill, and it is not an infrastructure bill. This bill is a fake, is fake advertising for the American people. This bill hurts Americans. And as we go to the polls this midterm, we had better make sure that we are voting and that our lawmakers, our state lawmakers, are writing laws that are going to protect our tax dollars. Now, as we are talking about spending, As we know, a couple of weeks ago, Biden is paying $450,000 per person, per person who was legally separated. Now, I talked about a little bit about this. And these folks would not have been separated at the border, particularly these children would not have been separated at the border if they would have come in with their parents. But yet, we are going to pay $450,000 per person. The U.S. Justice Department, back in October, were in talks about paying hundreds of thousands of dollars to each child and parent who was separated under the Trump era practices. This sounds like they are paying back or taking out revenge on the American taxpayers to do this. The Justice Department is doing this. Now, we know that the Justice Department has run rogue. And we we also know that this type of out of control, out of controlness is going to help. So what they're trying to do is strike an agreement with about uh, 5,500 children and their parents that were split. And they say it's under the Donald Trump's zero tolerance policy. And now under this policy, parents were separated from their children's to face criminal prosecution for crossing the border illegally. Now, let me, let me put this in perspective person is going to rob your house and they happen to have their kid with them. The kid rings the doorbell. The parent 
climbs through your back window, gets caught, you call the police. Are you are they taking the kid to jail with the parent? No, you they are not taking the kid to jail, you moron. They are separating that child from the parent. But they say this $450,000 of payments are intended to compensate for psychological trauma. Huh. When we have tens of thousands of kids that are coming across the border being sex trafficked, that is what's going on at the border. Yet, taxpayers, yet again, are stuck with this. And as usual, the American Civil Liberties Union, the ACLU, is in this. And they say that no amount of money can compensate for the amount of pain and suffering these parents and children endured. Come on now. Are you kidding me? Really? These people crossed the border illegally, brought these kids, if they were theirs, brought these kids into the country, and now, once they break the law, we've got to pay for it. We have to pay for this. Now, that doesn't seem fair to me. These folks break the law. We pay for it. We have a huge increase of human trafficking across the border. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? That is not all that's going to happen. The IRS is going to be checking out our bank accounts. Yes. Now, some of you know this is going to be happening. Some don't. It's coming, ladies and gentlemen, because in in this whole $600 IRS reporting scheme, guess what? They are going to continue to try to seek control over Americans. And they are going to do this by peeking into our bank accounts. The IRS now is going to report $600 in entries. Now, why would they do that? Why would they think it is okay to violate your privacy and examine every transaction over $600. Why would they need to do that? Well, I say it's a government leftist socialist trend uh, takeover. That's what I believe it is. They want to know exactly what you are spending your money on. It is their business. It is not your business. You have no rights anymore in this country because they wanted to do that. Now, 
We know the Biden administration was going back and forth, back and forth. At one time, they had backed down off of this because they were catching a lot of a lot of steam. But the radical left, the radical left continued to push this. They continued to push this type of narrative. And they did this with the radical, what they got the uh, the squad that controls a lot of issues or a lot of things that are going on in the cap at the uh, DC Capitol. We're going to talk a little bit more of that in a future episode. But I just wanted to touch on that. But this is something that is out there. Americans, get ready. This is coming. That's why it is important for us to get involved and for us as Americans to see the writing on the wall. And if we don't do this, if we don't get involved, if we don't stand up for our, 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 our simple, basic liberties in this country, we are, going to, we are going to find out that not only as we watch the Biden administration fail, that as Americans, we're going to be failing too. This is a country that was built on freedom, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Trillion dollar spending plan, $3.5 trillion spending infrastructure bill, which is not an infrastructure plan. Yeah, that is Americans, taxpayers being bamboozled. $600 monitoring in your account. Billions of dollars go towards hiring new IRS agents. Billions of dollars of your tax dollars going to pay for IRS agents to spy on you and your bank account. That is what we're in for. Next up, HR1, ladies and gentlemen. That's been out for a while. And we know that that is coming. And that is going to hurt us. This is Walt Blackman. I hope you enjoyed this segment of the Walt Blackman Show. We've got... To stand up and protect our republic. All right, everybody. Have a great day, and we'll see you next time on the Walt Blackman Show, the conservative podcast, the No PC Zone. All right, everybody. to the Walt Blackman Show, the show that brings you hardcore conservative straight talk. Welcome to the No PC Zone.